three, two, one, action. Hey everyone, welcome back to Reel It In. I'm here with my Troika girls, Sarah. Hello. And Audrey. Hi. And we're here to discuss the latest episode of The Challenge 36. I think that we could all agree that this was probably one of the best episodes thus far. Um, Probably the best because it focused around some of our favorite people, Teresa and Jay. So it was a very Teresa Jay heavy episode as well as someone we hate is now hated by all. So... We'll get into it, Sarah. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited too. <laughs> this is the teaser for everyone that's just tuning in. I don't want to give too much away yet. There's going to be time for us to discuss all of this in detail. But maybe let's start with um, Teresa at the very beginning. Coming in hot, getting in fights. Everyone is saying that Teresa is playing a dirty game. Do we think Teresa is playing a dirty game at the beginning of this episode? Yeah, I think Teresa is playing a dirty game in the sense that she's not choosing a side. I think Teresa was giving me a lot of Troy Bolton vibes, like she can't choose between her old friends and her new friends. (laughs) She was literally quoted saying, why can't I play with my new friends and my old friends and play my own game? Like, Teresa, choose between the drama club and the basketball team. Like, (laughs) you can't have both. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Troy Bolton's a lie you actually can't have both wait your obsession with high school musical is getting too much like the fact <laughs> that you just use a high school musical analogy like but it, I'm right am I not it's a huge week with Olivia Rodrigo drama and well, driver's license I was gonna say Sarah, how many times have you listened to driver's license honestly not that many but everyone out there give her the lessons she deserves it that's not true when I walked into your apartment you were playing it on loop (laughs) (laughs) caught red-handed anyway (laughs) Teresa admits that she knew Anissa was probably going in against Tori but couldn't tell her because she's also becoming close with the girls and everyone's rattled about Teresa knowing that and saying oh but you were Anissa's number one when wasn't Tori Anissa's number one? I'm confused. Honestly, like, I know I love Teresa and I hate saying anything bad about her, but I think her kind of position in the house is very confusing just because she hasn't been on so many seasons and her saying this person's her number one and whatever, like, her connections confuse me. I think that's what's pissing the girls off is that she's not clearly on a side, which works for her but for everyone else it's annoying because they don't know whether they should have her on their team or whether she's going to turn around and go against them in the end and you know who did take offense to this randomly lolo oh. lolo jones oh. took offense to Teresa's game and decides to confront her in the kitchen and they have like some sort of weird tiff that like never really heated up but like lolo really tried to make it a fight and Teresa kind of just shut it down it was super random this episode marked the downfall of Lolo. I'm there telling you. There you go, everyone. The it, spoilers I, out. I called this weeks ago. I'm just saying we saw it start and we're only going to see it get worse as the season progresses. And I just want to 
put a big fat I told you so out into the universe seriously this like I I can't believe you called it from day fucking one before the season even aired like our pre what are our predictions for this season Audrey called it that honestly is it's remarkable it's remarkable and I have a really good intuition and now I know (laughs) that everyone doesn't believe me but I'm I think I'm on to something with Amber B here (laughs) yes i forgot about the amber b prediction i can't wait i seriously can't wait um we also lost another good one this episode that's what i was just gonna get into so sad leo talking about how living in the house was triggering him from living in a growing up in a group home i also think it's so important for them to be highlighting mental health and kind of the seriousness of of the situation and I'm glad that TJ when they announced that he was going home actually applauded him for you know saying that he had to do what was best for him put his health first and I think that's just such an important move because they've never really put an emphasis 100%. on it in the past and yeah I think that was just a it was nice to see that coming out of the show this week yeah like I'm sure for him it was super stressful to like not having like a close friend in the house maybe I mean he was friends with Joseph as we saw from their music video after that also this week. Um, Leo's wife is pregnant yeah you have two kids at home already like it is hard to be away from that like I, I don't I don't blame him no. in the state of the world you know like you're leaving your family in the midst of a pandemic. It's hard. We also did see he did have one friend that was Gabby. When he said goodbye to her and she was tearing up, so upset, I got a little teary-eyed. Like that was such a sweet moment between the two of them. I didn't know they were that close, but I I really liked that friendship. Yeah, Gabby's goodbye was really cute. That was- I only and- actually wrote a couple emojis and actually four emojis on all my notes and they were just four yellow hearts right next to the names leo and gabby they're both just so even keeled and like have a good head on their shoulders and so i think they made a good team whereas now we see that gabby's paired up with devin who definitely isn't as even keeled as leo so that could be challenging for her moving forward working with devin I think it's kind of good for her too. Like she was with a rookie before. They did fly under the radar, which I think was good. But I think like her being with a vet potentially could help her game. She's a strong girl. She's going to make a possible political move. We see by her hooking up with Bessie potentially, which is like the most built up hookup I've ever seen on the challenge (laughs) that nobody even cares about. (laughs) Like nobody cares. Like just make out already or do whatever. Like... (laughs) Um, but yeah, we see this challenge is going to be an endurance challenge. And we knew from the start that Anissa was going to fail. I feel so <laughs> bad for Anissa that she failed because obviously Fessy's just going to blame yeah. her for everything when it's a partner. It's still a partnership. Like you still have to pull your own weight, Fessy. So you coming in last is still equating to how you performed even though um, Anissa definitely brought them down a bit. I don't know if you guys noticed this. I Maybe it was just me. But when, when you were watching this week's challenge, did they, like, flip the direction it was going in? Because at one point, were Amber and Mishi in first? Yes, or were that's they last? what I uh, said. No, I have a note here. Amber and Mishi are in first place. They were in first for, like, a split second, I think. Okay, I was, that's I was, what I said, too. Like, I couldn't tell if like it was one direction or the other like I couldn't tell who was in first and who was in last and when I saw Amber 
and Mishi, I was like, this can't be the beginning of the pack. No, like, this I, has I to think be the they pack. were. I think they were. I think they randomly were. And at the same time, they were first and Jay and Teresa were last. And so <laughs> I like to was flipped. Either Maybe. it was flipped or Teresa and Jay biggest comeback yeah, of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Could it be that much of a comeback? I, I was so confused because then at one point like Darrell and Amber were at the, at the beginning but they were never I don't I think it was I think it was I also think it was such a, like a long challenge that it didn't really matter at the beginning who was first like I also thought that maybe Amber and Mishi had a little bit of like not an advantage but like kind of the perk of them being paired up for this challenge specifically is that they're kind of the same height so yeah. like it, so yeah. that they you know like they were holding that whatever log or whatever that thing was, and it was pretty evenly like distributed yeah. between the two of them. The rolling foam, like, yeah, <laughs> the foam roller. <laughs> that that was a disadvantage for CT and Big T because he was giving all the weight, if there was any weight in that foam roller, yeah. to Big <laughs> T because their their sizes are so different. He's so much mm-hmm. taller than her. That was where a lot of people struggled is actually like getting a well, a lot of people. I'm talking like Lolo and Nam. I was like gonna say I getting Audrey Nam as well. So this is a good segue for me. Audrey, saying, go off. This is your time to shine. This go off. She was legitimately the woat, the worst of all time this episode. I can't even put into words what I was feeling in this moment. Like hearing her yell at him, first of all, he we said this every episode. He is just a a, a gem. Like finding him he is unlike anyone we've ever seen on the show before and she is I can't I can't with her I don't even know what to say like I don't even have words I'm just so upset and do you, when she was at the end like yelling at him to run over the line run over the line don't quit now whatever bitch you're like three steps away from the line she was like, I wanted to end on a good note and you didn't even do that for me it's like shut up also did you notice that she was like she had to specifically like in her confessionals mention that the problem with their team wasn't the running part like it was like how they were holding the thing like we all know that you just couldn't do the entire challenge like stop blaming it on the fact that you like it wasn't the running like we know you're an athlete we know you're an olympian we know you were in the olympics for running but like it was the full package you just couldn't do it no like relax she literally blamed him for every single thing she blamed him for not holding the foam roller properly to be able to run then they got to the puzzle and she blamed him. She said, you're an engineer. Why can't you do this math puzzle? Then she blamed him for not giving her enough encouragement verbally oh, during yes. the whole thing. Not that she ever, not that we saw, that she ever asked him to do so. And then she blamed her at the end for not finishing strong with her. Yeah. When it's like, you're not last, you're not first. It, at the at this point, it's, it's moot. Like it doesn't yeah. matter anymore. So oh, what are you trying to get at here? Sister? She also said that Nam is incapable of adapting to teams. Yeah. And she's someone who's so good at adapting to teams, but it's like, I actually watched champs versus pros stars, whatever she was on. I wasted my time on it. It was a horrible season, <laughs> but like she couldn't adapt to anything. Like she was whining the entire time there too. So like the fact that she was blaming Nam who is making way more friends in the house than her to, and saying that he can adapt to teams is fucked. Sorry, I swore. is messed up. To go on I've that. I've been swearing this whole time. Yeah, <laughs> I, I actually mark our podcast as explicit. So no worries. <laughs> I'm 
did that automatically. Whoa, good to know that you do no that. No fucking worries, of course. <laughs> okay, that's fucking great, guys. <laughs> yes. Um, she also says that this teen style is probably the hardest she's ever had to adapt to. I'm sorry. Nom it could not be nicer and more easygoing. I how could it be hard to adapt to working with Nom? Like he's a beast, he's good at everything. Like and he listens. Like he's just there to help. Yeah, and he's easy to look at. The most telling thing about Nom being able to adapt to these situations is what we saw last week when he dropped Lolo and then he right away went over to like cheer on Jay. I know. That is adapting like the definition of adapting to your situation. No, she's also, in love. Poor Nom, literally in a confessional. I wrote this down because it hurt me so much. Lolo really hurt my feelings. I love him. <laughs> no, he is so nice. And she cute. also said that Nom is stubborn and selfish when competing. Yeah. That oh could my God, not I, be more Nom, wrong. I don't think they're just editing this that way. Like, I think she actually is a tyrant that's a psycho. Like, I, <laughs> like I don't think that he that we're like not seeing something about him. Like he seems like legitimately one of the best people that's been on the show. Just his heart, his heart, and his, his heart strength. is in it. Also, the most underrated thing about this confrontation between them is that Big T is moderating. Like she's just sitting there while they're. It's like they're in couples counseling, and Big T is the counselor. Yeah, those jokes. <laughs> Okay, so switching gears from the tyrant herself and the beauty Nom, uh, we actually see Nani at the puzzle counting on her fingers for the math problem. <laughs> and that couldn't be the more <laughs> on brand. I saw her counting on her fingers for like a Sudoku or whatever it is, Sudoku. <laughs> and she's counting on her fingers. I'm like, this bitch can never get it right for a puzzle. <laughs> She left her glasses at home for the challenge, so like maybe they would have helped. Well, she was hoops. She probably was. <laughs> she probably was, honestly. Well, you know who else is wearing hoops? Teresa, Teresa. in her fashion corner. <laughs> Teresa's outfit was an abomination. It was the most 2000s outfit I've ever seen. Like, hoops. A red cheetah print tank top with massive hoops. Um, she gave me very mom at the club vibes like, yeah yeah mom's yeah, yeah. night out oh my god gals we should hit the club 100 <laughs> percent milf vibes um <laughs> speaking of confessional looks and um fashion corner can we talk about cam's confessional look do you guys remember it she was wearing this like mesh top. yes she was I wearing she not looked, a shirt i think she yeah. looked so good yeah, yeah her like, hair I was in some it. bob vibes bob and she was wearing like red eyeshadow <laughs> She looked like she came straight off the Matrix. <laughs> you looked exactly like her. Take off your shirt. Take off your shirt. <laughs> um, for the listeners, I have bobbed my hair <laughs> in our video chat. And I actually do look just like her. <laughs> you look identical. Yeah, it was an interesting look. Um, but Leroy seemed to like it. He tweeted saying this was a really good look for her. Oh, I, I loved it. Yeah, for sure. It was like so like she came straight off like the Matrix and like Yes. Yeah. Did she choose the red or the blue pill? Like I think the red pill because of the red (laughs) eyeshadow. Uh to round off and go back to the challenge, I just wanted to bring up that 
amidst the whole Lolo getting mad at Nam the entire time putting down her partner. A nice contrast to that was CT after it ended, he started apologizing to Big T saying he was sorry he yelled at her at all during the challenge and that he's super proud of her. And honestly, that's why I think CT is one of the best partners out there. Because no matter who he's paired with, he's always championing, championing them. And he's always, you know, just there to support. Such a supportive dad. I don't know. I think it's just because he, like, has no leg to stand on if he, like, is mean to her. Is that, a, is that an unpopular opinion? I just think he's a good guy. Like, I oh, think... I, I really think... I didn't get that. I got, like, the way I see it, I'm like, okay, he didn't want Cam to be his partner, which was stupid. He got paired... He was going to go home if he didn't... It, like, he was the rogue agent. He got chosen by Big T. Like, he even said in his confessional that he didn't think that she was that good in this challenge. Like, but it's still... I still think he personally is coming from a genuine place. But when he says he's... Oops, he's sorry. And when he says he still believes in her. Like... As if Lolo couldn't turn around then and just You're say, right. hey, Nam, I'm so sorry I did that. Like, it was the heat of the moment. She continued to get upset, whereas CT was like, you're the best, Big T. Like, let's continue to kill it. That's what you need in a team. You're, I you're see, right. I see where you're coming from, but at the same time, I feel like he's just making the best of, like, a shitty situation. That's kind of what, that's the way I kind of saw it. Like, I don't think he, I just think he's, like, nice. So, like, he's just being nice to his partner. I don't think he, like, it wants to be in that position at all like you know, yeah it's not I, ideal think, for him. I think he's kind of like i think he kicked himself in the foot by not choosing <laughs> he definitely kicked himself in the foot with cam, but... with cam right in the foot i see where you guys are coming from for sure we also get good foreshadowing where Corey comes in second gives jay a big hug after jay and yes. Teresa pulling out the big win the w like we wanted our peeps and Corey says he's okay with Jay being the double agent because Jay is one of the people in this game he feels he can trust. Good old-fashioned Bunham and Murray forecasting. <laughs> um, the way I feel about Jay and Corey, it was hard for me. Like, it's very hard for me to choose. I'm more team Jay, but as the episode went on, I mean, we see we move on now to the club scene and we see Jay speaking with Kyle giving Kyle his word and we also as I mentioned previously saw Fessy kind of wheeling Gabby that was like the only other thing at the club scene that isn't I'm not going to give it any more light not worth our time but we saw Jay talking to Kyle and giving him his word and I mean I don't want to ruin anything that happens after but Jay is really trying to find who he is on the show and I think he has trouble with the whole alliance thing and like playing dirty which like to be honest he shouldn't like he was on survivor like isn't that the whole point of the show that isn't survivor a single like a, if you're not in teams like you're you're very much like working for yourself the whole time but yeah Teresa Teresa's definitely rubbing off on Jay in terms of the sneakiness I think so like and then we also uh, people also, also need to stop getting so offended and taking it so personally I there drives me in the show like that's just they have to edit it like that but it's it's kind of annoying honestly like you all want to win this money like relax yeah it's like obviously people are doing things to look out for themselves first like I'm sorry Corey but Jay's not making moves to better your game like he's making moves to better his own game so stop crying in the corner about it yeah jay doesn't want to send your daughters to a good school 
<laughs> Jason and Ryder to private school. <laughs> um, what what Corey might feel better about is back to Fashion Corner for one second. <laughs> they came on the screen not wearing a hat. I was about to say that too. I I've never seen I I saw Sarah's reaction to this and. It honestly just made me really upset, and I think we should move on. Okay, um, you're right. You're right. It you're just right. wasn't his best look, you know? Like, some days we don't look as good, quarantine stuff. You know what? Right. Everyone has their look. His look involves a hat, and I yeah. don't hate him for it. Like, you know what? That's fine. Yeah, he still looks like a daddy when he wears his hat, so, like, <laughs> just put it back on. Like, yeah, just keep just, it on. He keep should on get a... He should put in his contract that he's not allowed to be filmed without it. Yeah, like they have to delete all footage. Yeah. <laughs> like about going circling back, it's all all roads lead to Nani's glasses. But like if you know, if if production can make her wear the glasses, then they can keep the hat on Jay's head. Like, yeah, Photoshop have- is a thing. Yeah. Like, work with it. Okay, what? so we're getting near to the voting. Um, Teresa's trying to make a case to get Ashley into, um, into the pit. What's it called? The The crater. Crater. She's trying to get Ashley into the crater. And it seems like Ashley was like kind of making a good case for herself to the rest of the group. Like I kind of thought that they wouldn't vote her in, but Teresa somehow like had a hold on certain people. I don't even remember really who voted for Ashley, but Ashley and Corey got voted in. The most awkward moment of this whole episode, I think, was when Ashley interrupts Teresa telling Anissa to throw Ashley in. She's like, what are you guys talking <laughs> yeah. about? And oh, I mean, yeah. we've all been there, but ooh, that was yeah. tough to watch. That was really, and also not Ashley's best look that day either. I'm being really tough on people's looks. <laughs> I need to stop. Ashley also said, I mean, I wrote this down, but I can't confirm. I think she said she put a target on her head. You know, maybe the saying is just tough, Shauna. Like, me and Audrey <laughs> really made fun of you earlier, but no one's getting it right these days. <laughs> Kick yourself in the fucking foot, okay? <laughs> in this celebration, Amber and Michi also color-coordinated. Did anyone else notice? I noticed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did notice. Mellow Is yellow getting over on, here. Getting on the Mishi train with me. Yeah, I've always been on the Mishi train. Woo! Since Woo! Sex on the Beach. <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> that team spoke way too much for their own good in that deliberation. Um, going like circling back to Amber, Amber M. She is one of those people has that has just always been very thirsty to get back on MTV reality television. Exactly. And yeah. this is what she's trying to do. Like she's trying to stir the pot Drama, and like yeah. be the per- like. She wants to come back. She knows that she's not going to come back because she's a good competitor. She knows that the only reason she'd come back is because she's a shit disturber. Hundred percent. Trying to do like she's you know she's just like a thirsty reality TV show whatever character, and I respect her for it. No, and that is that is the perfect read on the situation. That is the only read. That is it. You just solved. You cracked the case. <laughs> you solved. The I thought. I thought at one point when they were showing everyone voting that Amber and Michi were actually going to get me voted too. in. And it kind of made me nervous because that's just not the drama we needed for this episode. Me they're too. an easy, they're an easy layup team, I'm sorry to say. Um, but I'm really happy that it didn't go that way. Yeah, so we got the drama. We got Corey and Ashley voted in. 
when we find out that Ashley and Corey are the compromise agents, Teresa and Jay are in the room. Teresa looks like she just took a cap of Molly. <laughs> like she literally just like grabbed the table and went like, <gasps> and like her eyes just went crazy. Like she starts to imagine who she could throw in. She was going she to talking a mile a minute, talking so a- drunk with power. Like yes, <gasps> Nani and Josh, or ooh Cam, or ooh, ooh. and she just can't stop like she's going yeah. through a full drug trip yeah it's insane. She, she, it was like actually on a come up and it was <laughs> hilarious to watch mom if you're listening I've never done drugs yeah I don't know what <laughs> that feels like though to be honest so then we find out that the contenders potentially for them to throw in what it looks like it's going to be is our Josh and Nani but there's others that kind of float in their head maybe they're thinking Cam and Kyle but it seems as though they're going to go towards Josh and Nani to yeah. throw in against Ashley. Which, which makes sense because Jay doesn't have a relationship with... Oh, no, Jay and Josh do kind of have a relationship, I guess. Even though Josh went psycho. Yeah, they yeah. had a fight. Like, yeah, like, exactly. And also, like, Teresa and Nani have beef. So, like, that would be, like, the choice that I would have gone with if I were them because Jay had given Kyle his word. And before they go to the elimination, Corey is talking to Jay and he says, hey, if it's going to be me, I just want a heads up. Like, just let me know. And Jay says, yeah, for sure. And then tables are turned. Honestly, I'm kind of here for it because things are really being shaken up by Jay and Teresa. And although it's pretty shady, like it's making for great television. It just is the best episode. It just sucks that. I mean, as much as I love them, it just sucks that they pretty much now only have each other. Yeah. That, so we'll get, so basically we see, you're right, Teresa does go to Cam after she finds out that Ashley's going in. She asks Cam, what, like, she kind of coerces Cam into saying, like, yes, I would go in if it was, like, a certain type of elimination. I'll give you, like, a kind of, like, a signal that I'm okay with it, whatever. And they get there and it's, what even was this? Now I'm blanking. I'm totally blanking oh, on what the they were challenge like was. Swinging off that platform. Oh, and yeah. Oops. On the- okay, yeah. So it wasn't necessarily like a headbanger, like head to head. So I don't know if Cam ever ended up giving Teresa the like signal that she wanted to go down. I don't think she did because we find out that Teresa and Jay decide to throw in Cam and Kyle and they both seem shocked. Yeah, they seem shocked, which is like, like especially Cam. Weird that Cam is that shocked because like they did have a bit of a discussion about it. But I think she just thought she for sure wouldn't go in. For sure. And I, I and the best part of the whole episode, one of the best parts of the episode was TJ throwing the curveball saying that it was a guy's elimination. That oh. was hilarious. <laughs> All I was thinking the whole time was like the Oscar goes to DJ <laughs> Lavin because that was just it was just like beautiful acting. It was TJ swerved on all of us so hard and he did not have to go that hard for us, but he did. No, yeah, he's such oh, yeah. a jokester. Oh, and you could tell he was loving every second of it. Yeah. Okay, so who were you guys rooting for? Cam or Ashley? Cam. Cam for sure. Because I, over the course of this episode, have come to realize that I really, really, really like Kyle and Cam as a, as a team. Sure. They work really well <laughs> together. I love how they work. Like, I love their vibes together. Like, it's, there was a little scene that was cute between them and the club. Like, I just like how everything between them. And I think that they have good chemistry. Like, 
I think they work well together. I'm really happy for Kyle that he switched up the whole situation mm-hmm. with the partners. I'm really happy for Cam that she doesn't have to work with Josh. Like things are looking up for them. And I was definitely rooting for her because I want to see what happens with them in the future. Yeah, it's definitely an upgrade for Kyle. I think Cam could do a little better, but yeah. um, I think for sure it's like a re- it's Kyle's best case scenario um, for partnering. Well, we I see, think she okay. upgraded though from Josh. Yes, that but she sure. started. Did she always have Josh as a partner? I thought she had yeah, Josh and then someone else. He started with Josh and then and then Kyle chose her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then it's definitely an upgrade for both. But then, so we see Cam win. So Ashley's going home. Yay! Like, bye. Bye. Like again. <laughs> don't, again. don't come back. Yeah. Don't come back. For I mean, a third I, time, please. I don't mind Ashley, but like whatever. I I was obviously team Cam, so. Then we see Kim having to choose who her next partner is going to be. This is my favorite part of the entire episode because every guy up there, massive grin on the. Darrell looked like Darrell looks like Joker. a kid in a candy yeah. store where the mom said, "Here's ten bucks, buy anything," and he was like, "Yes!" Like, <laughs> like everyone was smiling. So excited. At her. It was Kyle so turned to her and he starts clapping. He goes, "I love you, Cam. Great work out there, like simping." so damn hard for her like everyone wanted to be her partner it was hilarious how their vibes just completely yeah changed. no that was actually hilarious so why did she choose kyle and i guess maybe audrey did answer that audrey sees something in that partnership she likes their rapport she thinks they're a great partnership they're both pretty strong i for one if i were cam probably wouldn't have chosen kyle kyle is not the strongest politically or physically but maybe they do work well and they do have that rapport I don't know I would have chosen maybe like CT or Durrell if I were her or Corey like I kind of thought it would have been a good option for her to choose Corey like I'm not 100% sure on what their relationship outside of the show is but I thought they got they would get along pretty well he's a strong competitor he has alliances, you know, he's aligned with Fessy, Fe- I mean, Fessy and Anissa, but Fessy and Anissa seem to have numbers from what we've seen. Yeah. So I thought Corey would have been someone she would have had her eye on. Um, I definitely was shocked that she chose Kyle. I actually did not see that coming. I immediately thought, okay, bye, Kyle. Like, see you later. I was excited. For you. Excited. Yeah. Like, when she chose Kyle, I was actually, I mean, coming off of actually liking them this episode, I was really excited that she stuck with him. Also, I think Cam herself has way too much pride to, to ever choose CT. That's true. No, I, like, like I don't think I don't think for that reason she'll ever choose him as it's just like more of like a fuck you. I, you know, like I want yeah, to prove that I don't need she you. She shouldn't. You're right. Okay, so this episode ended by I didn't write down exactly who this quote is from, but someone said, "On Guys Day, we're coming for you, Jay," and that was the end of the episode. And I'm really upset about it. He did put a target on his back by backstabbing like three people this episode or two or whatever. But I'm just really, really, really scared for what's to come. I know. He he got Corey against him. He got Kyle Kyle against against him. him. Like, obviously, Leroy's upset with him. I think Leroy was the one who might have said that coming for Jay. And honestly, it it is very upsetting. I mean, Cam um, got her red skull. Like, there's nothing to be upset about cool. now. But um, before we end the pod, can we um just discuss one last thing, and that is move over Olivia Rodrigo because 
the hottest music video just got dropped this week. <laughs> I knew we had <laughs> And your boys, Leo, Joseph Allen, and Jay, don't know what he contributed Jay, to this. AKA T-Pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he sounded auto-tuned the entire time. Dropped the hottest song of 2021 this far. Um, Jay the whole time was kind of just standing there bobbing his head in the background. We weren't sure if he was going to start rapping or not. (laughs) Didn't know he would ever start singing. Uh, He did rap. It truly was something like I've never heard before. I don't know what that means. I've heard before. (laughs) T-Pain. It was an auto-tuned version of himself. It was, this whole thing was very cringe, if you could imagine. It didn't put our boy Jay in the best light. He's but, not being associated with the best people. I mean, Joseph Allen, but Leo, <laughs> Leo killed it on the song. Leo, I was going to say, Leo did kill it. Joseph Allen has a nice voice, I have to say. <laughs> I miss him. <laughs> he was on America's Got Talent. Yeah, I would hope. I would hope. <laughs> you think Wait. he had a big spoonful of mustard before they started filming the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the music video? Yes. Hype him up. Hype him up. The song is called Stone Cold, and it currently has 20,298 views. I might be 5,000 of those. <laughs> I'm easily like three. I'm probably like around 1.5 views. <laughs> <laughs> you started it the second time, but you just couldn't finish it. No, I didn't get through the second time. I sent it to my sister, and she was like, yikes. And I was like, yikes. And that was it for the second watch. <laughs> That's all she wrote. The top comment on the YouTube video is, as a challenge, survivor, and wrestling fan, this hit on so many levels. Oh, oh but what about American Idol? <laughs> America's Got Talent. <laughs> what about America's Got Talent? <laughs> what? Well, challenge, he got challenge, that's fine. Yeah, but he didn't get Joseph Allen's roots in there. Another comment, producer, how much auto-tune Joseph, Leo, and Jay Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. One more comment and then we're going to end it at that, Sarah. Choose the best next comment. <laughs> this one me. really just shows how we feel about it. It said, whoever made this beat fire as fuck. <laughs> there we go. And there you have it, everyone. That just Here, put into words exactly how we're it. So... Everyone, please follow us on Twitter at Reel It In Pod, at Reel It In Pod. We'll be sometimes live tweeting episodes. We'll sometimes be tweeting after the fact. Definitely check us out and make sure to follow us on Spotify. See you next week, everyone. Bye. Bye. Yay. Bye.